0: Mexican leyendas, you know, meza as se cacoy! Hey guys, welcome back to the Poor Doll Podcast. My name is Marianne. And this is Marlene. And after a long break, we are back. Today, we're gonna talk about Mexican <laughs> Leandas. <laughs> she is trying to laugh like a witch. She's
1: not choking,
0: guys. She's not actually choking. Mexican leyendas. you know him as a as a
1: I think we shouldn't try to make it scary at this point. I think we should just. Yeah, we're not going to scare you guys yes at all, but um... we can try. Unless
0: you listen to them, like, on a dark night, driving back home, you know, from work or something. And then hear you choking slash witch yeah. laughing. Okay, we are back. It's been a long summer break. Madeline, like, where have you been? Uh, I've been, like, imprisoned in my
1: office for the last month, day and night.
0: Yes. Her <laughs> job won't let her breathe, won't let her sleep, won't let her eat. We won't say the company. No, we won't. (laughs) Um, And as far as me, I've been working 40 hours. Um, My mom was living with me, so I got to, like, make some good money, you know, uh, for these past two months. I missed my kids. My kids had no, no routine. But anyways... I'm back. Everybody's trying to get back in routine, finally. All right, guys, so we're talking about Mexican leyendas. Me and Madeleine are Mexican. There's no one more Mexican than Madeleine. Madeleine was born, raised in Monterrey at a ranch where they would like, like, grow their own food, <laughs> kill their own cattle. You tell me. No. That y'all make cheese. Y'all no. make cheese from the Let me couch. clarify
1: that because she's making it sound like I was born in a ranch in the middle of nowhere. You my thing. No, I was born in a city, one of the biggest city in Mexico. I was born in Monterrey. Okay, but I would summer in my family's ranch, where you guys. It was like no electricity. No right? electricity. We would watch black and white TV by connecting the cables to like a car battery Dang. to take a bath we would have to get buckets and warm up the water we would have to go to the bathroom like in outhouses mm. and yeah like food was like my family had cattle so you know you were kill. doing like the whole 30 you were raised I, on whole 30
0: yes Madeleine, and i remember you told me one time that whether well, you were trying to go to the restroom but you would get scared right at night or no yes
1: was dude that- there was no electricity all you had to all you had was like a candle
0: So, dang, Madeleine. I mean, it was an awesome experience. Madeleine has come from humble beginnings. Madeleine came to the United States in what, third grade, Madeleine? Yes. You learned English at a third grade level. Watching Pokemon. Okay, thank you, Pokemon. (laughs) Thank Thank you, Pokemon. Pokemon. Sponsor Um, me, please. (laughs) Yeah, Pokemon, you you know, thank you so much. And then, um, anyways, Madeleine is here. And we're what Mexican American. We're proud to be Mexican American, Latinas. Me, I was born and raised in the United States, but classic. You were basically born in Mexico. Basically like, born in Mexico, in uh, raised on novelas. That's why I'm so dramatic, and <laughs> and I always thought that I would meet the love of my life like the way in the novelas. You know, like like I'm gonna be doing something. We bump into each other. I drop the books, and then like we both go and pick up the books, and then okay. we bump heads.
1: Wait. Favorite novela in three. Wait, yeah. wait. I didn't think about it. Favorite wait, novela. Wait. wait. It's just going to
0: come. One, two, three. It's a privilege. No, it's <laughs> a <laughs> I liked it. Okay, that's a good one. I
1: liked it. Of course, you like the super
0: dramatic one. No, no, which one? Like... La Impostora. Ooh. E- no, like, no, no. La impostora. Yeah, oh my gosh, okay, okay, yeah ¿Cómo es que empiezan? Ruby,
1: on Ruby, no, Ruby, cámara. ¿Y la
0: descarada?
1: Cámara.
0: Ruby, duh, right. And then like, like the newer ones, like Teresa. Lo I que mean. la vida me robó. No que la mía robó. Yeah, yeah, with Jacqueline, ¿cómo se llama? Jacqueline. No, 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 no oh, Jacqueline. Es Angelique Boyer. Yeah, Angelique Boyer, yeah. En Sebastián Rulli. En Sebastián Rulli. But anyways, ¿y por qué no se
1: casan? Pues mira. As long as you're together, I right, point, I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah. All I know is that she doesn't want kids, so.
0: It's oh, un crimen. It's un es crimen. It's crimen porque guapo. Los dos también guapos. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, let's get back on track here. <laughs> we're talking about Mexican legendas, The first one we're talking about. Get ready. Okay, first of all, we're actually talking about La Llorona. And let me tell you that all those mo- the movie La Llorona, that, that, you know, what, who made it? I don't even know. All from the No, it's like from like the super famous people that made The Conjuring. Bueno. Bueno. All those people. Yeah. You guys got it wrong. Let me tell you the real story <laughs> of La Llorona. Don't sue us, please. Early documents of the Llorona have been around, can be traced back to 1550s. Her name was actually Maria. As Así se llamaba. Of course. She was a beautiful woman. She was the most beautiful woman in the region. All the men wanted her, but she always told herself, like, one day I'm going to marry the most, the hottest guy in the area. And she had a lot of suitors. And she would say no. She's like, uh-uh. One day, um, a cowboy comes into town. I don't know his name. We're just gonna say Jose, like it's so classic. And but they get married, they fall in love, he's handsome, whatever, they have two kids. He He's a cowboy, so he has to go in and out of the area. You know, he's always traveling, coming back, traveling. So she stays home raising the kids. Months go by, he comes for like a week, he leaves, he comes every, you know, so so week, you know, every few weeks he'll come and go and eventually she started noticing like he started being distant she started noticing that he was just giving all the attention to the kids and like not to her she started getting jealous of the kids at one point though he told her he's like i'm literally only here to see the kids well one day the breaking point was when he brought la otra a mistress he brought a mistress with him and he was just you know he he didn't care he's like this is my mistress And came to see the kids, ha, 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 he, he, him and the mistress left. And then Maria, like, was so filled with rage, that was her breaking point, that she grabs the kids, throws them in the river. They're gasping for air, and they're gasping for help, that she has a change of heart at the last minute, but she had already thrown them. So she like runs along the rocks to try to save them. And she ends up um, tripping on a rock, freaking falling into the river and literally dies. So they ended up finding her body. They dressed her in white and they ended up burying her. And, um... But she didn't even last one night in the in the grave. She rose from the grave. And from then on, the townspeople started seeing her, seeing and hearing her say, oh, my kids, my kids, los niños, mis niños, where are they? Uh, From then on, you know, she would do it years and years, years after that, that they didn't call her Maria anymore. They called her La Llorona. So that's how it started. And so now taking it back to present times in our childhood, um, I don't know about your parents, but definitely my parents, it was more like, come inside before dark or the yorona is going to get you. (laughs) Or, yeah, they claim that the Llorona is looking for her children and when she sees children, she confuses them for her own and she takes them. But then other people say like she takes your children to, as she wants revenge on like anyone. Cause like she can't have her children. She's miserable. Yeah, so she wants to kill other people's children. So that is the real tea, guys. Her name was Maria, she turned into the Llorona. Okay, hide the kids hide the husbands because el cucuy is here and it's gonna get you. I mean, I don't know about your parents. My parents definitely, at least my siblings, can do this or the cucuy is gonna get you. Can behave or the cucuy is gonna get you. Cucuy meaning a uh, boogeyman, you know, in other words. He's known as a shapeshifter. Most people say that he's, coming out of a closet that's more. that's like his hiding spot under the bed so they say that the kukui was actually a small child who was killed by their own father like after being like physically abused that's like the story the backstory okay. that that's how the story of the kukui developed the dad like killed him and locked him in a little shack and then from there he became the kukui haunting the lives of everybody okay <laughs> yeah so, be careful, guys. You don't want to mess with the Googling. Can I just say, I'm like, I'm 30 years old. Mm-hmm.
1: And part of me is scared of the dark still. To, to because this day. of those stories, because right? Because of those stories. Like, I can, like, say, I'm not ashamed, that when I used to have taller beds, I was so scared of, like, turning off the light and getting in bed. I would literally, like, turn the light off, run and jump on my <sighs> okay, bed. Okay, no light. I do that. Because there's like a big space under our bed. Yeah. Like enough for Mine our Kukui. doesn't have that space. I bought it for that reason.
0: Yeah, it's just. I like jokes. Our parents sometimes. traumatized us. Dude, thanks, parents. Yeah, the parents. They really did. Because that's true, Madeline. Okay, another thing that Juan laughs at me about laughs at me about is like we have I have to close the the restroom door. Because I don't like like sleeping with the doors open, period. But you know who's like that? Luna. If she sees drawers open and she's about to go to sleep or the closet door a little bit open, she starts pointing at it to close it. But but I mean we don't scare her, obviously. We don't show her nothing. She has never seen scary movies.
1: Are the kids just predisposed into those things? Well, Juan was
0: telling me. That it's so weird how like us humans we're scared of unknowns. Of unknowns. And is it something you know how like we we've been evolution like to survive for the future? So is was there something that happened in our past as humans? that makes us scared is of dark spaces yeah and so we like evolutionized throughout history and we are built with that like safe thing to make us scared of the dark it's
1: like a survival instinct it's a
0: survival instinct that we have acquired from,
1: from like time. why is <laughs> it it's getting creepy?
0: <laughs> Okay, I know what you sound like. What? You sound like
1: the freaking Cookie Monster. Really? No,
0: no. I wanted to do like the, you know, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the the old one. He doesn't sound like that. Or no, no, no. Like the the Lord of the Rings person, the one that's like, my precious. Yes, yes, my precious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, anyways. Um, Madeline, what, what do you have for us? Take it like, to the next level here. I'm already traumatized. Can I give you, like, cute little stories instead or something? No, Madeline. Stick with the plans.
1: I'm gonna tell you some scary stories. <laughs> That's how
0: you so. it. <laughs> okay. Someone give me a cookie. <laughs> what? Does it sound like a cookie monster?
1: <laughs> so, our next story is the one of La Pascualita. So guys, this comes from Chihuahua in Mexico. So in Chihuahua, there is this very, very old store called La Popular, and it's actually a wedding boutique that's been around for, I think, I believe, since like the 1930s. But what makes this uh, store so famous is that in the front of the store, there is a mannequin that looks like a real woman Mm -hmm. and she's dressed in a wedding gown so according to many people that have seen this mannequin they've witnessed that apparently it moves it (laughs) blinks and it sometimes apparently even walks on its own so the story behind this uh human mannequin goes back to the 1930s And according to the legend, a bride was bitten by a spider or a scorpion on the day of her wedding, which, you know, caused her death. The mother of the bride was so sad beyond belief that she couldn't even part from her daughter that... She made the decision to embalm her and put her in a wedding gown and put her in the front of the store. Like, girl, mourn on your own. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you want people to see her? Mm -hmm. But apparently that's the legend that it's actually a real human body that's been embalmed. And it's common apparently at night when taxi drivers like drive in front of the store, they sometimes see the mannequin move. And it's said that a lot of taxi drivers see the mannequin move because Mm -hmm. her fiance was a taxi driver oh my goodness. what do you think do you think there's an embalmed body
0: in there or you know i, mean, I definitely think that if the mom did something like you like know, bad evil juju or something that would keep the spirit in there i do think that there's some like maybe like some spirit. what is this annabelle oh my goodness so do you think know. the place is still there right now yeah so la popular is
1: still there the mannequin is still there Hundreds of tourists a day go by that store just to go see that mannequin and look at it closely. It has eyelashes. It looks like it has real hair. Like, the hands look like real hands. It's very realistic. It doesn't look like it's made out of, like, that hard plastic, Mm -hmm. like, mannequins are. It looks like skin. Dang. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's 1930s. It's a mannequin. Like, mannequins in the 1930s did not look human-like.
0: No. You know? Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going to post a photo of this to our Instagram.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so the next story,
1: I don't want to make it creepy because I'm going to get scared on my own. And I actually sleep with my doors open. Then don't sleep with the doors open. I have to. I have a cat. But the next story is La Rumorosa Carretera. So this is a highway that it's by Baja California. So, you know, south of California. After hearing the story, guys, this sounds kind of like in a weird way, like, the bermuda triangle of like mexico or something like it's a highway where like really creepy stuff happens okay so this highway is also known to be very dangerous to drive at night because there's a lot it goes through like hills and mountains and it's a lot of curves and there's a lot of truck drivers in that highway so it's very dangerous and stuff but this highway has been known to have like phantom hitchhikers like demon children shadow people aliens Mm -hmm. Like, people have encountered a lot of things and people have disappeared without a trace. Hence why I think it's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle. But one of the most famous stories of this rumorosa carretera is of a nurse. So the story goes that there was an accident that occurred many years ago um, in the highway. And, like, townspeople went to, like, the town's nurse or something and they told her, hey, like, there was an accident in this area of the highway. Uh, we need assistance until, you know, the actual ambulance come and stuff. And they're like, can you please go? This is the place. And she said, sure. Um, and that's the last thing anybody ever heard of that nurse. The nurse never showed up at the site of the accident. Uh, there were rumors that she was taken by like an occult sect or something. Um, Some people say she ran away. Some people said that, oh, she was the one that caused the accident. So she ran away. Nobody knows. There's just rumors. But what everybody remembers is they told her this is where the accident happened. This is where you go. And she never showed up. It wasn't until time after that disappearance that, you know, truck drivers, people driving in the highway, they said that they would see a woman walking along the edge of the highway, like just looking Lost, sad, and then she's just walking along the edge of the highway. In the middle of the night, guys. Who walks? What woman mm-hmm. walks in the middle of the night just in a highway? Um some other people have said that as they're driving along, they see a woman walking, they keep driving, and then suddenly they turn around and she's sitting right
0: next to them. Oh, so wait, I've heard that before, like in the goose not in goosebumps, it's a scary stories to tell the dark type thing. Yeah. <gasps> Basically, why do they always want to get in the car? Dude, I heard another <laughs> one of that of the trailero. Yes. That he that he crashed, um he's on his way to meet up with the with the pregnant with the pregnant wife yes he ended up dying so his spirit stays in the carretera Mm -hmm. and he always stops people that are passing and tells them this is the address can you tell my my wife that i'm okay that i'm okay and that i'll be there soon yes and when they go visit the wife the wife gets a lot of visits and she's like dude my husband died years ago like Mm -hmm. the, the kid is like 10 years old now and like the spirit is still there, telling random people like, "Go to my house." Unfinished business. Do it, okay? Yeah, that's powerful. Unfinished business. Yeah, Dang. it's true.
1: Tengo miedo. So if everybody goes, everybody goes to California. Fly. Just take a flight. No,
0: guys, <laughs> don't even go to Mexico. Look at all this. <laughs> I mean, because the U.S. definitely doesn't have scary stories, right? I know. <laughs> All right, let's take it to the next level. We have a recipe of the day. It's a fun twist to the strawberry margarita. Marlene, take it to, to Napa. Taking it to Napa with the strawberry margarita? A ver, t- no, take it to Mexico, Marlene. I'll no, take it. Get to, take it to your homeland. Monterrey. I'll take it
1: to Mexico, okay. One,
0: una shot. Marlene, you get, like, you're going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like by our own people. Our own people are going to cancel us so the recipe
1: calls for two shots of tequila one shot of lime juice two basil leaves muddled one shot of simple syrup ice and some fresh strawberries
0: dang that sounds good actually i just had that one too <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for listening see you next time follow us on Pod <laughs> at instagram <laughs> um, Anyways, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.
1: Give me some (laughs) cocaine.